If you're tired of dieting and stepping on the scale, you're lacking energy and confidence, and you're ready to harness your inner athlete, then you're in the right place. I'm Sherry Shaban, and in each episode, I'll help you to rebuild your fitness identity and empower your deepest transformation so that health and fitness are not just what you do, but who you are. What's up, athletes? Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to share with you what I believe is one of the greatest reasons we continue to fail when it comes to our health and fitness goals. There's a block that we have that continues to get in the way of our success. Now, if you've tried in the past to release weight or keep it off, or if you've struggled around creating consistency and momentum in your fitness rituals, then please listen in. Today's episode is for you. Now, I know that while you'll be listening in today, you're going to be on the lookout for maybe a magic diet or way of eating or training regimen or some tips around nutrition and exercise, thinking that that's your block. But I'm going to tell you right here, right now, that that's not it. Transformation happens from the inside out, and it starts with the seed of thought. Now, they say that repeating the same thing over and over again Expecting a different result is considered insanity. So I want you to take a moment, athlete, as we get into our discussion and reflect upon your past experiences and ask yourself, what am I doing over and over again each time? What is the one thing that keeps coming up? How am I continuing to show up every single time I've committed to a particular goal? and maybe even unknowingly. How am I showing up? Now, we have this default mindset instilled within us that focuses on the lack, that focuses on the scarcity, what's missing. It's a scarcity mindset. And this mindset is there by design because it's helped us evolve. And it's helped us create a desire to create better and more things for our future generations. We're always trying to improve. Now, when it comes to transformation, when we allow that scarcity mindset to take over, it gets in the way of our success. That scarcity mindset is constantly telling us that everything we're doing is not enough. We never get to win. Nothing is ever enough. We're always focused on what's still missing, how slow we are, what we still need to work on, how it's taking forever, right? Now, if ever you've tried to take up running or hire a coach or start at a gym, I want you to ask yourself, what was the internal dialogue at all times? What were the thoughts that occupied the majority of your mind space? Were they thoughts of empowerment? Were you focusing on every single win? Were you celebrating the fact that you were showing up, that you were honoring your body, that you were staying consistent with your commitments? Or were you constantly focused on what's not going right? Now, if perhaps you took up running, were you focused on the fact that you showed up, the fact that you committed to what you scheduled in, the fact that you were staying consistent, or were you focused on how slow you were going? how you felt completely out of shape, how you were so frustrated you had to stop to walk several times. The majority of our time is spent in that lack. 
So think about it, athletes. The one thing that's been blocking you this entire time is how you're showing up for you. You are your worst cheerleader. Now, I want you to ask yourself a question. If you were to speak to the people that you love the most in your life, your kids, your spouse, your siblings, your closest friends, if you would speak to them the way that you oftentimes speak to yourself, would they still stick around? And yet we still find that it's okay that we speak to ourselves that way. It's this negative self-talk that's keeping us small. It's this negative self-talk that's constantly reminding us that we are not enough. And it seems that no matter what we do, how much we commit, we still can't succeed. It's still not good enough. Now, I remember when my kids were young and they were just starting to walk, how much I noticed that encouraging them to get up or clapping if they fell and making it okay, how much all that encouragement around them made them very positive made them try harder, made them get up and try again. It did not instill fear or doubt in them. So if you think about it, we have that power to create success simply through our words and our thoughts. But the more we put ourselves down, the more we tell ourselves that we can't, the more we tell ourselves that it's hard, the more we remind ourselves of all the times we've failed, the more we are keeping ourselves exactly where we are. You know, our words are so powerful. Whatever comes after the words I am is the truth. So if we say empowering thoughts about ourselves and phrases about ourselves, then that's true. And if we say disempowering thoughts about ourselves, well, that's also true. Whether I think I can or I think I can't, I'm right in both scenarios, that's right, that's the truth. Whether I think I'm a badass and I am resilient and I am successful and I am powerful and I am capable and I am strong. It's also true if I think that I am weak and I am slow and I'm out of shape. We have the power to create what we want simply through our thoughts. Now, whenever we're in this space of scarcity, having these thoughts that create these feelings of fear, of anxiety, these feelings that we are not enough, we are putting ourselves in a stressful environment. We are creating stress in our bodies. And that also becomes a physiological block. Now thoughts become physical manifestation in the body. Whenever we start a thought, there is a neurochemical reaction that takes place that converts that thought into emotion. Here is the best example. What happens when we have a sexual thought? When we have a sexual thought, we get excited, right? We have a thought and then through neurotransmitters, through neuropeptides, we create a connection between our mind and that thought and that particular area in the body. And as a result, hormones are released and those hormones create those feelings, those emotions. Emotions are feelings. They are the way the body expresses itself. Whereas thoughts are the way the mind expresses itself. So it's a way that we connect our mind to our body. Now, if we understand that and we can all agree that having a sexual thoughts creates a reaction in the body, then imagine how every other thought also creates a reaction, whether positive or negative. 
What happens when you have a, a, an excited thought, a joyful thought, right? You maybe remember a, an amazing moment in your life, a beautiful memory that got you so excited about life, right? You feel it in your body. You, you start to, to feel excited. Maybe you get goosebumps. You start to feel your fingers tingling. And when we have disempowering thoughts, we also create that same reaction, but in a way that doesn't serve us. We start to act on different areas of our body, maybe increasing our heart rate, maybe making us start to sweat and start to build up feelings of fear and anxiety. When our thoughts are centered around things in the past or things in the future, we create stress in our body. Generally, our thoughts in the past create feelings of depression, sadness, regret, loss. And thoughts around events in the future create feelings of uncertainty, anxiety, fear, doubt. So when we are constantly in this place where we're thinking about things in the past or things in the future, we create stressful environments in our body and our body response. Now, when it comes to health and fitness, some of the thoughts that can come up from our past are around what we used to do, how we used to be so in shape in the past. And that can create stressful environments, especially if we just got injured and we're thinking about what we used to do, what we were able to do, or perhaps after giving birth or having an accident, we're still focused on what it used to be like, or when I was younger, it used to be like this. All those thoughts create feelings of stress and sadness. Now, when we have thoughts in the future around how we doubt our success, how we have certain fears around maybe failing, certain fears that we won't be good enough. When we have fears around failing, we are creating that stressful environment as well. When we have doubt in our mind, when we are focused on the lack, we are creating that stressful environment. Now, here's how stress in our body creates dis-ease. When we are stressed, we provoke an area of the nervous system that helps us prepare for either running or fighting. It's the fight or flight response from the sympathetic nervous system. Now, again, this response has its place because it's helped us survive. In the presence of danger in our environment, we were able to react and either run or combat. So it's not always a negative thing. It does, though, become harmful when this environment is prolonged, when that state of stress lasts weeks and weeks and months and months and possibly even years. Whether that's the thoughts in our mind that create that stressful environment or perhaps even our physical environment itself, stress at work, stress in our relationships and connections, creating that environment as well. The longer we're in this place, the higher the chance of creating chronic diseases. Because here's what happens. When we're in that fight or flight response, the majority of our circulation and energy goes to the muscle tissue. It's getting prepared to fight or to run. Now it has to take, the body has to take energy from somewhere else to be able to do that. So it takes energy away from the internal organs, 
from our digestive system and from our gut, which houses the immune system. So while we're in this constant fight or flight response, we're impacting our digestive system, we're impacting our gut health, and we are impacting our capacity to fight any sort of threat that would enter our body, a threat such as a virus or a bacteria. So when we're in that prolonged state of stress, we're making it harder for us to break down our foods, to assimilate nutrients. We're having a hard time to break down fats, oxidize fats for use. We have a hard time combating anything that could create disease. We've suppressed our immune system. So understanding this, understanding that that stressful environment creates that challenge to break down fat, to digest, to break down our food and transform is where we need to start our work. Now, how do we just change our mindset? We can't just become positive overnight, right? How can I get out of that scarcity mindset? And how can I start to focus on my wins? How can I start to become more mindful of what I'm doing and not be so hard on myself anymore? Well, there are a few strategies. And the first one is one that I talk about often, and that's around immersing ourselves in the right environment. We are the product of our environment, and we are the product of the five people that we spend the most time with. We are the product of our physical environment. Whatever is in our physical environment, we pick up as habits. So who are we spending time with? Are they creating our success? Are they supporting us? Are they helping us achieve that success? Or are they keeping us small? Are they making it harder for us to transform? Now, a great way to maybe immerse yourself into an environment that supports your success is not only to find new groups maybe to spend time with, but also to start listening to audiobooks and podcasts and maybe even success stories around people who've accomplished exactly what you are trying to accomplish. Because the more that we hear about the possibilities of what we are trying to create, the more it becomes our proof. If others can do this, then I can do this too. And then also getting into a routine where we are focused on the present moment. Remember I shared with you that stress comes from a place where thoughts are primarily either on things that happened in the past or things that haven't yet happened in the future that we're anticipating. But being in the present moment, focusing on everything that is right here, right now, appreciating it, giving gratitude to all that there is right now is the greatest way to calm the mind and be here now without stress and thoughts. Remember, it's our thoughts that create stress. It's our thoughts that create that physical response in the body. Now, I share a process called the five fives, where you spend five minutes each day on these five different principles that will help shift the mindset. So imagine you immerse yourself in an environment that supports your success. You've joined a group that is trying to achieve what you are trying to achieve. You've changed your physical environment so that it supports your success. I've shared before that I have the biggest sweet tooth. So I'm very mindful around what is in my kitchen. What are, what's in my fridge? What's in my cabinet? There's so many things that can call me away from my intentions if they're there. 
my physical environment has to also support my success. Now the five fives are around creating a practice around meditation, affirmations, visualizations, I am statements and gratitude. Now meditation is the first of the five fives and meditation is one of those that many of us have a challenge sitting into because we don't know what we're supposed to do. How do we quiet the mind? How do we stop the thoughts in our mind? And what am I supposed to do? How do I connect with the body? Now meditation to me means connection with breath and thoughts will enter the mind at times. It's really hard to stop them. In fact, trying to resist them creates more thoughts. So the thoughts will come in and come out. Meditation is a place to hold space, to focus on the breath, to really be present now, to be aware of the body, what's happening in the body. And there's different ways to do it. We could do it while we are still and sitting, or we could even do it while we are moving. You can meditate and connect to breath while you're running or walking. The second five five is affirmations. Affirmations are a way that we create a statement that presents something in the current present tense, something that we wish to accomplish. So it's something that we want to accomplish in the future that we state in the present tense as if it was something that we've already done. Here is an example. I am so excited to be standing at the peak of Kilimanjaro after a six day trek. Now, this is not something I've done yet, but I can see myself doing it. I started that sentence with I am, and I added an emotion to it, and I created a statement around something that I want to do that I see myself doing right now. So what around your health and fitness goals do you want to create affirmations on? Is it around your consistency in nutrition? Is it around incorporating more whole foods? Is it around a commitment to a schedule? a workout schedule or even a walking schedule. Create affirmations around what you are wanting to accomplish and not think about losing weight or that being the ultimate goal, but instead, what, are, what is the action that you're taking? What do you see yourself doing? What is your future you doing that you know you've always meant to do? Next is visualization. Visualization is how we connect to something in a way where it becomes real in our mind. If you want to think about maybe any moments in the past that have been so important to you, really big goals that you were trying to accomplish. Maybe it was a trip to Italy for a couple of weeks that you were trying to take, or maybe it was your wedding day, a really big moment in your life where you could see it all happening in your mind as if you've already experienced it before even experiencing it yet. That's the power of visualization. And visualization to me is not just about what we can see in our minds, but it also involves all of the other senses. The more I can imagine what things would taste like and what things would feel like and what things would smell like, the more I can emotionalize it, the more real it becomes in my mind. So can you see yourself in that athletic identity? that you've always known you're meant to be? Can you see yourself be that runner? Can you feel the wind? Can you see yourself in that running clothes? Maybe you can feel the weather on your skin. The more you can see yourself doing these things, the more they become a part of your reality. 
your mind starts to relate to them more and more as if it's already something that you do. It's already something that you experience. Next, the fourth five five is I am statements. Now I shared with you that whatever we say after the words I am is the truth. So these are the most two powerful words that you need to audit at all times. Even as a joke, I don't say I'm so silly, I'm forgetful, I'm an airhead, I'm an idiot. I really am so mindful around how I describe myself because those two words are creation. They are the start of creation. So be careful what you say. And just as easy as it is to say something negative about yourself, it's just as easy to say something positive. So remember, audit those I am statements. Focus on creating positive statements that will help create your success and your new identity. The fifth five five is gratitude. Gratitude is about being joyful for every experience that we have right now, knowing that every experience is a gift, is a blessing. Now, I never believe that it's our right to have a physical body that is healthy, that is disease free. That's not a right. That's a blessing. It's a blessing that we are able to see. It's a blessing that we are able to have access to all of our senses. It's a blessing to be able to walk. It's a blessing to be able to live in an abled body. It's a it's all a blessing. Our breath is a blessing. The fact that our heart beats without us even having to command it is a blessing. And even though I've suffered in the past through experiences where I was very close to losing a lot of my health, I still have always had this strong gratitude for everything that I had in my life. Maybe it's the environment I was in, or maybe it was because I was around a lot of people who didn't have a lot of what I did. So I want to remind you athletes that we don't have to exercise. We get to exercise. A lot of people would would do anything to be in our shoes. Well, we all have... The only thing that we have to do is change our negative self-talk. It's change how we are showing up for us and become our biggest cheerleaders. We know the power of positive reinforcement. We know the power of encouragement. When we encourage our children and the people that we love, we see their success. We see their confidence rise. Imagine that we made the exact same effort and did it for ourselves with such love and grace and kindness as we do for others. If we want to change the way that we think, then we have to change the way that we see things. And if we want to change the way we see things, then we have to change our environment because our environment is what gives us proof. Our environment is what sets us up for success. So athletes, take this moment to think about what's really important to you. What do you want to create? Stop focusing on an outcome. That's a number. Stop focusing on a weight loss number if that's what it is. But instead focus on becoming the person who is. And that shift in identity creates a space where you can start to change your thoughts. Be kind to yourself. Remember that consistency comes first and then intensity. 
because every single time you added intensity first, it was very difficult to stay consistent. So start with small steps, master them. As you immerse yourself in that supportive environment, as you continue to read and listen to podcasts and success stories around people who have done it too, who show you that proof. Make time every single day to be grateful for all that you can do. Be grateful for your abled body and make sure that you're focusing on different things every single day that you're grateful for, that you're grateful for. Focus on changing your internal dialogue and changing the way you describe yourself, knowing that that description of you is your truth and you get to decide. You can change at any time. Remember that I am always a resource for you and I am your biggest cheerleader and I know deep in my heart that if I can do this, you can too. You got this athlete. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fall in Love with Fitness. Whether you're already on your fitness journey or just getting started, we're in this together. Just head on over to iTunes, subscribe and leave a review and you'll be entered into the drawing to win my six week transformation course. Then go to fallinlovewithfitness.com and get your free gift from me so you get back your energy and reinvigorate your life. Join me on the next episode and remember, you are an inspiration.